What's Up Whittier? Welcome to What's Up Whittier, a homegrown podcast. A podcast to showcase Whittier's businesses, personalities, and hidden treasures. What's Up Whittier? Dun, da, da, da. Remo, talk you, to me. You, you, I'm enjoying the, uh, the benefit of uh, warm asphalt. <laughs> yeah. You uh, obviously warm asphalt. We're we're uh, we're on a different location. Yeah, under a, an outdoor eating area. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of cool. On a slightly warmer day. I mean, but then again, we're in June, so it's not too warm. It's expected, man. It's expected. You might hear a couple horns, maybe the sirens every <laughs> you know, here and there. So, and, and uh, obviously lunch. So we're we're gonna grab yeah. some lunch, and uh, we're at Scotty's having lunch. We're not interviewing anybody from Scotty's uh, today, uh, but we do have somebody who's really special to Woodier. A Woodier uh, legend. Yeah, man. It's, uh, it, it, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> legend in the making. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and so we got invited to come eat, eat lunch here, which is a, a great spot. Um, but before we get into what we're going to eat, let's uh, introduce our guest. What do we have? Oh yeah! yeah oh, I was, I was yeah. like, I was gonna have you introduce somebody. Okay. Well, I'd let introduce yourself. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, well, it's kind of weird. Yeah, my Whittier yeah. is here on the <laughs> yeah. on the on the podcast. But yeah, hey guys, what's up? How you doing? So, for those that don't know who who's behind my Whittier, who is behind my Whittier? That's me, man, Bobby Reese. Uh, I'm a local kid and um, started the brand in 2012. And uh, we're celebrating 10 years in August of doing this craziness. Wow. Nice. So uh, it's been fun. And, uh, yeah, man, it's just, you know, you guys hopefully follow me on social media, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, yeah. YouTube, and, um, yeah, just my escapades in Whittier. So where did it all start? You know, 10 years ago, what got you to this point of saying, hey, you know what, let's start this? Well, um the short version is basically when I was growing up as a kid in the 70s in Whittier, in West Whittier, um, some people refer to it as unincorporated Whittier. Um, you know, I was just growing up like everybody else did in their in their city. It could have been in Whittier or Montebello or Pico Rivera. But um, it was a different time in the late 70s and 80s. And, um, you know, playing football on the street and all that good stuff. Yeah. And so... Uh, at the time, I was actually just falling in love with the city of Whittier growing up here and just experiencing uh, everything, you know, all the different landscapes and, you know, the movie theaters and Uptown Whittier and all that stuff. So uh, it resonated with me. I had a great childhood and it was just amazing here. And so uh, when I got older, fast forward, I um, went to the Whittier Museum and checked it out again. You know, I just kind of cruised through there. And it, it's great. It's a great way to find out about Whittier's history and learn a little bit about the city and stuff like that. But when I left there, I kind of felt like it wasn't really representative of my Whittier, the, the Whittier I grew up in. You know, because I'm more about, like, what business closed and it used to, that used to give me warm and fuzzy feelings and stuff like that. So um, I did a blog. I wrote a blog back then and just shot it out there and it it really resonated with a lot of people and I thought wow you know there's a lot of people that feel like I feel that like to reminisce and talk about you know the old times and um, so yeah it kind of took off from there because at the time the you know Instagram and Facebook is one kind of in its infancy as far as you know going talking about Whittier so to speak so 
Um, I decided to focus just on the city of Whittier, which people thought I was crazy. Uh, you know, you get like, okay, you're going to focus on Whittier, but only people in Whittier are going to care about it. And I said, exactly. That's exactly what I want. <laughs> There's that, a lot of people in Whittier. Yeah, that's what I want. You know, so I don't want a large following. I don't want all that. I just want when I when I promote a small business, I want that to resonate in the community, and they go they go check it out. If you have a million followers and half of them are in Australia and everywhere else, it doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. So um, that was kind of the. I guess you could say the marketing decision behind that to just focus on my town and celebrate the people. And that's what it's really all about. It's it, it, the people of Whittier, the business owners. So um, that's what we focused on. And, you know, over time, it, it, you know, it starts out one thing like we talked about and it turns into something else. Now, did you yourself design the logos and uh, kind of the idea? Of the yeah, I kind it? of I call it. uh directing because <laughs> I, I i have a little bit of art background but basically i have a concept and then i i make sure that kind of happens um it's hard because when you think of a concept and then you talk to different artists and stuff like that to make it happen but eventually it kind of gets close to what i'm i'm luck i'm lucky i don't have the artistic ability because it would i would go crazy i'd have 50 shirts, 50, you know, yeah. or, I, I'd go nuts. Or it never gets done, right? Because you're, you're trying to make it perfect. Yeah. Or it never gets done. And that's <laughs> funny you say that because social media today is really, has come to that where it kind of, it, it freezes a lot of people's creative ability because they, they want it to be perfect. They, they don't want to put something out there because it's not going to get, quote unquote, a lot of likes. They're very apprehensive and um, it's all about just doing it. No. It doesn't really matter how many likes you get. It's all about, you know, making it happen. Just putting create, it out there. Create. Yeah. I'm a big creator. That's yeah. what my wheelhouse is. <clears throat> and I think one thing also you're really good at is you're really authentic. So people connect with you really well. And I, I appreciate that. that. Yeah. And that's one of those things that I think in the community it's important because, you know, if, if you're not about the city and, and, and people are, they'll see right through that. Yeah. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why I I don't get paid for what I do. I go if I go have um, food at a restaurant or something like that. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time, I'm paying my for my own food because I want to have the freedom to say what I want. And if I'm getting paid to play, um, you know, I can't be truthful with you know if it's not good, it's not good. Yeah. Uh, but chances are, if it's not a good thing, I I won't post it. Um, I, I don't feel like I'm that person to to say, you know what, this place isn't good. Don't go here. It's just yeah. I'm just one opinion. I'm not an expert. I'm not a food uh, chef yeah. or anything like that. So, you know, I give my opinion, and like Remo said, I'm I'm trustworthy because of that. You know, yeah. it, it resonates, and that's really good. I, I really hang my hat on that because I, I, you know, if I if I go somewhere and eat. I'll pay for it, but next time around, if I go there a month later and the owner recognizes me and he wants to give me something free, or, you know, out of respect, I will. I'll do that. But yeah, when you see my videos and stuff, the code word is "Let me know what you think." You know, it's that <laughs> if I don't like something, I won't go like "This sucks," but I'll say, "Yeah, let me know what you think." Uh, write me in the comments and talk to me. You know. So, so the name my Whittier, I mean, you kind of mentioned it earlier on on why you started what you started, but. Explain where does that come from? So my Whittier, like I said, um, 
the the museum kind of vibe didn't really resonate with me. Mm-hmm. So my Whittier is my experience in Whittier, and it's kind of one of those um, things where it's like when I talk to you about your experience in Whittier, that's my Whittier as well. It's your mm-hmm. Whittier. So it's just it's across the board. It's not me saying this is my town. It's more like this is my version of it. Mm-hmm. And I love to hear everybody else's version of it. You know, like I said, when I was playing football out in the street or whatever you were doing on my block, you were doing in, in Whittier on your block. Yeah. And um, it's the same experience. So, yeah, it's just a cross-reference type of uh, name for it. Yeah. And, and when you first started this, did you already kind of imagine having like, because obviously what's big and what we see around town is always the hat, the logo, mm-hmm. the shirt and mm-hmm. logo. Like, did you ever think you were going to head in that direction of doing merch and stuff like well, that? Well, merch was my initial thing. That was what I wanted to do. Nice. Um, I wanted to, to, to brand it and just say, you know, this is a cool hat, you know, rep- represent. And so I had one shirt and one one hat, and I I rolled those out at a Walnut Tree Festival back in the day. And I sat there. I got up early and put out my, my table and stuff right. like that. And so I was really excited about it. I thought, man, this is this is it right here. This is if one person buys my shirt, I'm I'll be stoked. Yeah. And it happened. And um, so it just evolved. It just became a passion and uh, laser-like focus to just make as many hats and different designs and stuff like that. And so it took off. And um, it's not really my wheelhouse now. It's more my wheelhouse now is more about. Um, highlighting small business and um the people of Whittier and those are the those are the people that or those are the things that interest me the most and really like micro the micro business I call it because um I'm not technically an entrepreneur uh because I am not self-sufficient you know I'm not I'm not doing this um I can't live on what I do yeah I have a job and there's a lot of us out there that have that quote-unquote side hustle and so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm kind of, I love those kind of people. Those are my type of people. You know, I would love to be an entrepreneur, but technically, if you're not making money and, and um, you know, uh, self-sustaining, then you're not really, technically, you're not an entrepreneur. Like you guys, you know, mm-hmm. Remo's a realtor. He, that's his gig. That's what you do. Your architecture, and that's what you do, building stuff. So you guys are able to, you know, live on that. And so that's, that's real entrepreneurship. But micro businesses are the—that's the stuff. I love that. Yeah. I love people with a dream. And everyone has, in, in today's world, has a side hustle or multiple side hustles. So, you know, it's good to have a home base. But it's you know to get ahead, you, you feels like sometimes you need an additional stream of income or multiple streams of income. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm just curious. Do you have a tally of how many shirts or how many hats you've ever sold? No, no. Any I don't. any idea or any like. Um, I don't know. I mean, the hats do really well. I mean, because uh, I, I just I pump out so many different colors. I remember when the funny thing was I I did a um, uh, hats. You know, you make you know six color variations, and okay, I'm set. You know, and then you, and then somebody shows up with the hat that you don't have. So <laughs> yeah. I would be like, all right, well, I'm going to do more. And then all of a sudden, you have a wall of hats, and you're like, what am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? It's just so now it's kind of like this is what I have. And if I don't have the color, maybe I'll get it on the backside. But I'm not like obsessed trying to accommodate everybody, you know. Because yeah. I'm not, I'm not really into the clothing stuff. It's I love hats. I loved hats growing up, so that's what my wheelhouse is. And I'll have an idea on a shirt or sweatshirt. I'll roll out, but 
I'm more about focusing on the marketing side of things now, helping nice. other people succeed. Yeah. You say you grew up in Whittier, right? Yeah. Um, you grew up in Whittier. Did you, uh, did you go through the whole school system here too? Yes. Or did, I yeah. did uh, Wallace S. Wiggins, which is no longer here anymore. That was behind Fred C. Nellis. Okay. Uh, which was in the 70s, and it was pretty crazy because those guys would escape, and we'd be on lockdown. And no be way, like, really? Everybody get in the room, lockdown, and, <laughs> and the helicopters would show up. And so, yeah, elementary school is kind of crazy. And then I went from there. I went to Dexter. Uh, I was yeah. supposed to go to Los Nietos, but I decided at the last minute to go to Dexter. And then I went to Whittier High School, and that was really great because um, in '85, when I was in school, they shot Back to the Future there, and that was a big thing for us. Were you there? I was Did there. Yeah, I was actually nice. there. And so, um, and it was a good time because I graduated in '87, and it was the hundred year anniversary of Whittier as a city. So there was a lot going on, the Uptown Festival, the Village, which was the, what Uptown was called at the time. I don't yeah. know why they changed it. Um, but so it was a lot going on. And then I went to Rio Hondo for about nine years, and then <laughs> I never got yeah. out. <laughs> still there. Sounds, well, yeah, I, 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 I like think I got some eligibility there still. I could go play some ball there or something. You know. But, yeah, I, I just it just wasn't my thing. So, But, yeah, I'm a Whittier guy through and through, and um, – I got here in uh, 76 from Pico Rivera, and then I've been here ever since. I'm 53 now. So, Is your family still here? Like, yeah, my mom and dad. I see them every weekend in the house I grew up. No way, really? I go there every weekend um, yes. and uh, have a menudo and chorizo and <laughs> spend time with my dad and my mom and my sister and my niece. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, it's it's good. you got to have family. you got to stay grounded yeah, and yeah. stay humble, definitely. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever heard... That story about people escaping from from Nellis. Like yeah, I, it's heard, crazy, man. It was a, crazy. Any when they did the lockdown, any ever close incident, especially with things that are happening nowadays, you know, that are out there. Any anything like that? Um, usually, when they escape, they wanted to get the hell out of here. Yeah. You know, they're gone and they're, they're juveniles. They're, right? Yeah, so they're, they're running, and so yeah, they're gone. The, uh, did you ever have a conversation with your parents on on why they migrated from Pico to over to Whittier? Like what, what was? Um, no, I think it was just a general kind of. I mean, we were there from Compton, and I was born in Compton, and um, then after that they went to Pico. They wanted to, to a better life for the for us kids and my, me and my sister. My sister six years older than me. And then we just, you know, kept moving, and they moved uh, to Whittier. Um, they got a really nice house, the house that they thought they could never, you know, dream of, a big lot and everything. So they went for it, and just like Remo probably knows, when, you know, people buy a home, they just don't know if they can make it happen. But they're going to they're gonna take a leap of faith, and always, most of the time, they're happy that they did. And um, so that's kind of, that was the case. And um, I'm happy they did, too, because, you know, a lot of people don't have that experience where they could say, I love growing up in the city I live in or whatever. I really did. And it's not, you know, you guys see what I do. It's not fake. Um, it's legit. And um, I still love it to this day. I love it. Do you ever go back to Compton where you grew up and, and like... No, because I really didn't grow up there. I mean, I was, I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. no. Um, I, I mean, I did um, years back. But it's funny because every time my parents go somewhere, they meet somebody from Compton. It's, it's kind of like Whittier. It's just it's crazy. Really? Yeah. It's just a small town? Yeah, it is. It, it seems like it. So, yeah. No, my Compton uh, 
um, brand coming I think they got it out there. I think somebody has it locked up over there. Do they really? Yeah, they have a, a Comptonopoly that they mm-hmm. made, a Monopoly board and stuff like that. So, yeah, they got community out there. It's, Absolutely. <clears throat> it's interesting you said, and the reason why I'm asking is, and by the way, for those listeners listening, we're having lunch. We're, we're, we're conversating over lunch, so mm-hmm. we might be uh, chewing on, on, uh, on food. Um, <clears throat> it, the reason why I'm asking is uh, just recently – um, I went and visit the area where I kind of uh, grew up partially with my, my grandparents, yeah. which is City Terrace. And, man, from what I remember as a kid to what it is now, it's like night and day. Yeah, I bet. Um, I mean, but, but, but it brings back so much memories, does, man. Like, yeah. you know, running down those those alleys or, you know, hanging out at my buddy's house that was, you know, down the street and the elementary schools we were going to and, and all that, you know, fun stuff. And that's really tapping into, you know, what the My Whittier stuff is. Yeah. It's, it's tapping into a memory, you know, and, and a lot of times you'll go eat somewhere, Chris and Pitts. Yeah. They're going to be closing in October. No but, way, really? Yeah. Officially? Yeah, I think okay. so. So, but, you know, you eat at these places and some people will say, that place is horrible and this and that. And it's not just the food for me. It's, uh, and many locals here, it's it's an experience. It's, yeah. it's and it's going, the people you're supporting. Yeah, it's, and then it's going, you're going back in time. You know, it's like, this is, this, when I eat this food, it gives me a memory yeah. of yesteryear. I played Little League um, at, on Washington Boulevard over there. There was two diamonds, Kaufman Field. And we'd play baseball there. Chris and Pitts was there, and then Shakey's was right across the street. We go to Shakey's and celebrate a win or a loss, and it's all in Ruby's uh, Frosty Freeze. So, you know, a lot of these things have sentimental value to a lot of people here, and that's, that's you know, that's what it's all about. It's the fabric of the community. Do you know what's happening in the Chris and Pitts area? Or? I think they're going to probably develop it, you know, okay. so I don't know. It's Unfortunately, it's just we're living in a time of a lot of... Uh, Housing, 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 housing. So I could see that happening again. I don't know, but we'll see. I, I, me and my wife went to that massage place right next door a couple of times. That's why I, I haven't been to the Chris and Pitts here, but it's the one in Downey that I used to go to. And, um, but I know that complex. Yeah, it's probably the one we're going to be going to, Downey. Uh, yeah, Chris Pitts. What a, what, um, when you get a massage, did you get the smell of barbecue coming over? I, I it's hard to concentrate when you're going. You know, you you, there, you finished the massage and you're hungry. <laughs> was there like a little window where you just kind of put your order and it order? comes, a, no, it comes I mean, across? That, that would be nice, but no. Can I get the steak and massage, please? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, well let's get into some Whittier stuff. Um, what's what's going on in Whittier? I mean, is there any any other kind of? Uh, Hot, hot news that you got you've been hearing uh... yeah but I'm going to save that for my podcast you can find me I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> nah uh, well big news and it's I mean, you probably heard King Richards has been sold and so they uh, they were bought by the Anaheim Packing District group and so that is pretty big news that's they bought the whole property and from what I understand, they're going to do the same thing with that as they did over there. It's it's called the Packing District now, not the Whittier Packing District. And so, I mean, we're looking, you know, it's going to be probably a 10-year plan there, I'm, I'm assuming. I don't know the details, but um, that's going to be a game changer for that area. Um, so that's bittersweet, you know, it's bittersweet. But when you have the money that they have, um, you know, it's going to be done right. You know, it's going to be, they're going to go in and, and it's going to be 
probably top notch. So that's going to happen over there by the groves. And so, um, yeah, that's the big one. That's the big one that I've been hearing about, and along with the Chris and Pitts news. Yeah. Yes. Did you know that that they were going to? I know that there was trading hands, but they were going to turn there too. Yeah. <laughs> that's happening. <laughs> Um, no, I, I don't know. We, we uh, I think we we somebody Is that had, a side wink, Jesse. You yes, <laughs> yes, side wink. Um, in terms of like uh, obviously uh, everything else going in Whittier, I mean, there's a lot of development happening. Based on everything that's going on, uh, there's obviously new restaurants, new shops opening up. I, I feel like they're opening up every day. Mm-hmm. Um, have you? Is there any new ones that you're like, man? This, I'm glad they opened up, or, or you know, this is what I've been looking for, or, or this is like fits perfect. Um, well, you know, when anything opens up, I'm happy. I'm, I'm yeah. just happy for one. I'm happy for the people that open their business because it's a dream, it's a passion, and there's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that go into opening anything, and I root for them all. Um, so, I mean, it's 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 kind of one of those things too where the the community is going to dictate what stays and what goes, you know, because they're going to—they're the ones that go there. Uh, for me, I try to get to everywhere, but there's only three meals in a day, and you know how that goes. And I pay for my stuff, so it's—I don't get to go to all of the things that I want to get to. Um, I love places like this, the smaller joints, you know, the places I've been here for a while. But yeah, I mean, some of the new stuff that's popped up. Obviously, the sixty-seven forty is not new, but that's kind of. That's another place where I really enjoy, you know, going um, jacks and stuff like that. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I still have to try La Bodega. I haven't tried them yet. I definitely want to get down there. Um, Vida Cantina, I think that's that's a new one that's opened up. Over, that used to be the uh, Off the Hook Fish Grill. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the, everything is pretty good. I just I have to get to it. Yeah. You know, it's funny, though, because... Mexican food in Whittier is not really top-notch, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Not to take a shot at anybody, but it's just... I, I, I'm surprised that, that, that it's not better. You know, there's not a place where I go, Oh, man, this is un- incredible. You know, there's a lot of places that are really good that I like. I like uh, Mi Burrito. Mm-hmm. I like the Greenleaf Cafe. I like a lot of the little mom-and-pop places that you can go and get tacos and stuff like that. But... Um, it's weird. It's kind of a strange thing. Yeah. What is then your favorite from those that are out there? If you're able to... Yeah, I mean, it's like... Sure. I don't like to use the word the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody says, which is the best? What's the best? Everything can't be the best. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like... It, it's everything... Whatever you think is the best, is, that's the best for you. It doesn't have to be across the board. Yeah. But I enjoy the Greenleaf Cafe. Um for Mexican food, and I like me burrito. They're really good. Super Mex was kind of coming in, you know, for me, but it just, I don't know what happened there. They just closed and never came back, and they were good. But um, uh, Casa Jimenez is really good. Um, you know, I go there once in a while. So, you know, I pick and pop, you know, I pick and pop, and, and I get my fill. You know, it's good stuff. How do you make the decision? So since you've been to a lot of places... You know, and this might sound weird. Do you have a, a little wheel spin at home where you just say, you know, today I'm going to number 13 of the Mexican place that I normally go Yeah, to. I mean, the, the wheel spins in my head. Um, uh-huh. I'm a creative person, and it, I'm constantly, you know, that's another thing that, that kind of drives me. It's just I this is my jam. This is what I do. This is my wheelhouse. So mm-hmm. I'm constantly thinking about my next 
video or where I'm going to go next. And then sometimes, I don't know if you guys are in that creative kind of space where, like, writers and stuff like that, they get that block, creative block. Mm-hmm. And so that'll happen to me at times where, you know, I'll go like a week without posting anything, kind of just laying low because I'm not inspired. And then all of a sudden I'll have like a burst of ideas and I'll, you know, I'll rattle off three or four restaurants at a time. So, yeah, I, there's no real method to the madness, you know, it just kind of rolls. And um, I like it like that. It's organic. And especially with my, my Facebook post, you know, people go, what about, you know, your team of people and... You know, what about the, how do you run your Instagram and how do you come up with that? And I go, team of people, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) It's me by myself. And it's really uh, crazy. I don't even know how I do it, to be honest with you, because it's a lot. It's a lot. You know, it's the social media platform, the YouTube and all that. So, but it's a passion. When you have passion for something, you do it. You make it happen. And that's exactly what I was going to say is that like when you're, when you enjoy doing something so much, you, uh, you find the way to kind of get it done, but even more like if it's if it's a hobby that you're really enjoying. I mean, you could put you could focus so many hours on it, as long as there's those hours available, right? Exactly, um, it's a glorified hobby for me. Yeah, <laughs> and again, hobby it's, gone wild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a uh, as long as it it, it kind of takes care of itself too, you know, because that's exactly. the other thing. Um, in terms of the stuff that obviously we talked about restaurants uh, in Whittier, what a Growing up, what is what have you seen that's like come on and and, and dropped off, and you're like, man, I, I'm you know, I wish they would had stayed around or they had bring it back or. Well, I mean, uh, the thing that that I am most disappointed with is that there's not a lot for families to do in Whittier. You know, family. When I was growing up, family was a big part of community here. Not to say that it's not now, but um, there's not really a focus on making that happen you know we had Skateland, we had the bowling alley we had multiple movie theaters and um arcades and things like that so that stuff is just non-existent there's just nothing for families to do yeah you could go to the park you could go on the bike trails and stuff and that's great but um and then we have the uptown theater which i really love but i mean for the most part it's just not geared for that and that's unfortunate i'd like to see something come back you know i mean it's like housing is popping up nonstop, faster than we can blink our eyes at and so yeah that's the thing that kind of bums me out a little bit you know and that's the thing too with the uptown whittier promenade um you know you see the monumental effort made to make the groves happen and they did an excellent job it's beautiful you know we got an in and out burger we got a chipotle coming soon and and another brewery yeah <coughs> and um, you know, you have Uptown Whittier, and whether you are on the side of keeping it open or keeping it closed, the fact of the matter is, nothing's being done to make it look the way it should, and the, and and that's just kind of it's kind of mind-boggling to me that <clears throat> we have the money for it, or the city has the money for it, and it just sits there and um, stays dormant and doesn't really move in any direction and you know you change the name you promote it it's the it's the place to be and and then you go there and it's just not it's not the place to be because they don't put the money behind it we'll wait on it we'll circle back we'll do this we'll We'll have a meeting we'll have a meeting and it's like what are you waiting for you you made the groves happen and 
this uptown Whittier is not very big. Yeah. It's not. It's not going to take you. You don't have to build anything. It's just basically polishing it up, making it nice, like Pasadena or you know other areas that have done this successfully. So that's kind of disheartening to me because it's just kind of put on the back shelf. And but you know, people that are smarter than me are in charge of that, so I'm sure they'll get it worked out. But I, I, I just worry about my friends that have businesses up yeah. there. You know, they're out there supporting, and you know. It's not really fun to have a business in Uptown Whittier. It's, let's be real. It's, it's a lot of there's a lot of uh, a lot of obstacles up there. So the people that are brave enough to be there and bring the community out there to shop and drink and eat and stuff like that, they they need to be commended and they should be patted on the back and be taken care of. That place should be clean enough to eat off the street, in my opinion. So we'll see what happens, but. So, uh, Jesse, do you know, have any insight on Uptown? Or yeah, Bobby was, can have a bite of his sandwich. So oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, so I was going to mention that. So, uh, actually, yesterday, what's the date, Thursday? Yeah, uh, no, actually, Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday, they had a uh, city council meeting uh, to talk about the Uptown uh, development. So, they proposed uh, three options that they want to uh, have move forward with, or, or sorry, they had three options they presented. They had it narrowed down to one, so they could uh, finalize that design you said development. Two, two of those one is that? What, what? No, there's three options, uh-huh. but they needed to narrow it, narrow it down or choose one. To choose one, Got yeah, it. choose one, and then the goal would be that once they get that one, uh, they would refine it, uh, get it to a point where they could present it back again, and then budgeting, put numbers to it, and essentially get the green light to proceed development. How quickly that's going to happen, I'm not sure. But well, didn't I, I, that happen three years ago? That, yeah, <laughs> that actually, year. yeah. So four years ago, probably. So like um, the yeah, I mean, history, as, as you know, and, and and we've talked about it several times. I mean, this uh, this has been around for about the last ten years, if not fifteen years, um, and it seems like every five years, it's like kind of we're getting there, we're getting there. Um, just recently, you're right. It, it was right uh, right before COVID. When they um, they had this whole community outreach to try to you know figure out narrow it down to what is it that the community wants, and out of that whole conversation, that's where we're at now. Um, I'll run down through the options just so you guys can know, and and I want to get your guys' input to see what you guys think. So, essentially, option one was to close the whole street and develop the whole the whole area, so it's more of a uh, kind of Santa Monica promenade, uh, outdoor seating, and so forth. Some green space down the middle, uh, but again, Greenleaf would be closed off. Uh, option two was uh, a opening it up, putting parking along where it's at now, uh, rearrange it a little bit so we're allowed to have wider sidewalks and so forth, and some some kind of outdoor seating. And then option three was uh, a hybrid, which is taking both options and, and kind of meshing it, so partially closing it and then partially having it open. Um, and, and so, anyways, there was that whole debate on, like, which one should we go with and so forth. Um, I want to get your guys' thoughts in terms of what would what would you like to see. Um, and uh, and if that wasn't discussed, what would be something that, that they, they should think about? So, I would, uh, I would open the promenade, um, or the, the traffic, I should say that, um, and put those... I want to say temporary blockers only on the weekend. Close it off only on, you know, 
Friday, Saturday, and maybe Sunday where there's no traffic because you'll have more people. But but the traffic going through helps alleviate some of the kind of the element that has been gathering. It can just riffraff that kind of hangs out and it just doesn't feel safe. My wife tells me all the time, like, I wouldn't come out here by myself unless you're here with me. I wouldn't bring our daughter here just because I just don't feel safe. Um, so I would say something like that. Leave it open during Monday through Thursday or, or you know, Friday afternoon or something. But close it off so people can actually set up and put permanent, like, uh, not structures, but allow the businesses to just either keep what they have or really know that they can invest in something more sustainable uh, over time. Because some of them were good looking a year or two ago but over time like you know if you don't have you don't treat the wood and it's you know it just it will deteriorate and, and then at that point maybe fall on someone because they weren't built with any type of idea to keep it permanent so you like the outdoor seating concept but yeah, also yeah. letting traffic flow uh monday through friday monday through friday yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> very cool what, what do you yeah i mean i think more, yeah. um i think that Honestly, I wish that the, the all the business owners up 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 there could go into a room and vote themselves and decide that for themselves what they want. Just because they're the ones that are affected by it day by day. You know, I go up there, you know, every now and again and, and do my thing. But they're the ones that are that are living with it. They they understand, you know, what the deal is. So uh, obviously, that's not going to happen. But. Um, I like I like Remo's idea. I mean, that's kind of cool to, to close you know a portion of the week just because they don't have uh, a lot of places are closed yeah. um, during the week and Mondays is like non-existent in uptown. And Tuesday the ball gets rolling again, so that might not be a bad idea. I don't think the area from Philadelphia to Wardman really needs to be closed off. Okay, in my opinion. Um, you know that that could be something that's that's opened up, but a closure of of uh, from uh, Philadelphia to Bailey is nice. That little section, if they could, they could really put some money behind it and make a really cool little section in there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I really don't know. I think I'm happy either way. It's just I, I just want everybody that's up there doing business to be happy. Yeah, um, yeah we want it to be safe. You want it to look good, and you know, like I said, it's touted as Uptown Whittier. It's it's the for some reason it's the epicenter of Whittier. They they yeah. try to make it the epicenter of Whittier, but they just don't put the money behind it, so nobody's buying it. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm over here in East Whittier, over here by Scotty's right now, and a lot of the community over here. I've talked to them over the last ten years. I spend a lot of time on this side because I work over here, but uh, they don't go there. Mm-hmm. There's no reason they they just do not care about what's going on because there's no sizzle there's nothing for them over there you know they try it out and they see it and they don't go back so you know there needs to be uh it needs to be what is it the district what is it called now the whittier district business district the well, west town well, there, district there's, there's a few the, i don't know there's an association like has a name and then the business i think they renamed it didn't they, Did they? they i don't know well it's still called uptown whittier it's just now you have different organizations that are oh, part okay. of that because yeah, yeah. the the I thought they renamed it and they had a new logo and everything. And I'm Not like, yet. I, I know okay. they've been talking about trying to do yeah. it. It's just they're like talking. The, <laughs> I like the village, man. That was so perfect. Like yeah. it was so perfect, and they just you know, and 
you know, I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole right now because we, we don't have a lot of time. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's just um, there's I have a lot of thoughts on it. I'm not a political guy. I have no aspirations. I'm, I'm going to break the news to you guys right now. I will never run for anything. <laughs> so, yeah, but I, you know, I have thoughts just like everybody else, but it's just my thought. It's yeah. not, I'm not, you know, an authority in this area. So, yeah. but I see what I see. I do the eyeball test, you know, you walk up town and you, it just doesn't look up to par. Very basic. It's like it could, it needs work. Yeah. So, um, you know, you, you do, you walk around in certain other areas and you go, okay, they're doing it. They're killing it. Yeah. That's good. And then. So, yeah, you could really just drive around town and see what's going on. Yeah. My guess is that the whole reason why things don't get done is, is, is kind of what I was saying earlier about the whole, you know, trying to get it perfect. That it's just you're doing so much to try to get it there that you are never going to finish. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, to try to please everybody, you're not. And so you almost have to just do it. You have to. I mean, like get we talked done. about, you know, you guys started this podcast, you know, years ago. And you started it with an idea, yeah. and then as you go and you start go, okay, that that's that's not going to work. And then you kind of like chip away, and you kind of get you over time, even with your business and mm-hmm. with real yep. estate or whatever you do, you know, over time, it kind of turns into what it's going to be. Yeah. You know, and you have to, and that's the process. You got to do it. Especially with social media, what what I do for my Whittier and stuff like that, you this, figure it out. Yeah, this don't happen overnight. You know, yeah. this took ten years of my life to do what i'm doing and um it works for me yeah and and it can work for somebody else too you just got to do it yeah. so they got to do it they got to they got to make it happen and start there and um figure out you know yeah. how it's going to work i so, think it comes from a commitment from the city and from the other people like that have the ability i, I think right now they're not committed and so you have business owners that you know are in but they're not all the way in by again developing these outside areas and really investing they're just kind of like seeing what happens you know and it's kind of unfortunate because if you got that commitment and someone came in there and said this is what we're going to do this is when it's going to get done by then you got you know private money saying okay i'm good with that i'm let's roll or those that don't they decide to leave because it's not doesn't fit i'll say this there's a there's a lot of development happening in uptown Whittier. Um, that is definitely going to – I think that's the reason why now they're talking about it a little bit more and more frequently, mm-hmm. um, that it's definitely going to force these, these guys to, to do something about it, which is good. The unfortunate part is that it's, it's one of those things where I almost feel like it's going to get rushed to, like, let's get it done, hurry up, and go, that I think some of, some of the stuff that, we, that, that should be discussed, I think, is going to go uh, or get bypassed. Nothing gets rushed, and here we go. <laughs> it, it ain't going to happen, dude. It yeah, ain't going to well, happen. Well, Define saying, rush. Yeah. Define rush. I'm saying rush like in the next five years. No, yeah, okay. like. <laughs> not going to happen. But um, I, I really, too, wish that there would be a fresh set of eyes. Not yeah. to say that they, have, they would be the ones to decide, but yeah. an outside group yeah. that did it in other areas to come and look at our yeah. city and say, you know, because we have the same uh, people looking at the same thing yeah. trying to decide you know and they're it's just not gonna they don't have that outside of the box thinking yeah. not to say it's a good or a bad thing yeah. it's just sometimes you need a different perspective yeah. yeah and that would be nice to have that to to say okay well this is our take on it yeah. and then you oh yeah you know i didn't think about that yeah that'd be good there you go we're gonna officially uh vote you in as the, uh, <laughs> no, the mayor of whittier no, and no, uh, no, 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 no. get things uh, done right away oh man I gotta do some TikToks. I have that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Talk about TikTok. So, um, obviously, on your on your um, 
Instagram, YouTube channel. Uh, you obviously have all these videos of of you going to different places, uh, eating, uh, enjoying, you know, shopping and so forth, or even just taking a stroll down the park and stuff like that, which is pretty awesome. Uh, by the way, I'm, I'm a big fan. Uh, I'm a big fan of the um, of, of the stuff you do when you when you start taking pictures okay. of um, of old buildings. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all the yeah, new. Thank that, you, man. I that's pretty that. sweet, man. Yeah, that's cool. When I when I first started my Instagram, I was like, you know, I, I was I kind of wanted something like that. Yeah. And uh, but, it, but like you said, it takes so much time. It you does. Know? It really does. And and what people really don't know uh, um, it, here in Whittier is that we have a lot of architectural history. A lot of beauties. A out lot. There. Yeah. Um, and and we and we got some buildings that were designed by like top notch architects, man. Uh, architects that were developing, you know, uh, the city of LA and, and big yeah. buildings too, um, and and we just we don't have a showcase, you know. Like there's really not much stuff like that. But I, I'm I'm uh, I'm thankful that you're doing some. Yeah, I do a little bit. You know, I'm not a I'm not a real big. I'm not a historian. I don't know a whole lot about it, but I just see a building and I match it up sometimes. And yeah. It's very cool. It's very pretty cool. Sweet, yeah, people, man. people dig it. Yeah, the uh, if you if you're talking to somebody uh, that has never been a Whittier or like they just got here and mm-hmm. so forth, and when they start asking around, like what what should I do? What 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 would you recommend I do first, or where should I go, or what is a hidden gem or whatever? Yeah, it's really tough because I mean it depends on what you're what you're into. Um, but that's one of the reasons why I love doing what I do because uh, Whittier is growing so rapidly. Yeah. Uh, it's so diverse. There's so many different people coming uh, from different areas. And so what my page and what guys like you are doing and other, other Whittier-based um, social media pages do, feeds, they, um, they talk to those people basically. You know, it's a, it's a reference for somebody new coming to a new town and and what i like to do is say this is what it used to look like this was the vibe and then now this is what it is and you get a little context you get a little history of where you're living and you kind of okay cool this dude he's a local he's gonna go eat over here i'm gonna see what he has you know because that's what you want to do you don't want to go and say you know yelp and and go okay this is a, a Ten star thing and go and check it out. You want a local's perspective. Yeah. And that's what I give. I give a local's perspective, and that's what you guys do, and that's what a lot of people do. That's why I like to see a lot of uh, different Whittier pages popping up here and there, yeah. just because it gives us perspective um, from everybody. Yeah. Everybody has a voice, and everybody's voice is important. You know. And again, for listeners, obviously, I'm I'm, I'm positive that they've already followed your channels and so forth, uh, but I'm going to put you on the spot. If uh, if you're gonna go grab breakfast, what would you say for a first timer who's looking for breakfast? I go to Jack's. Jack's. It's just hands down. There's no question. That's my favorite place. What do you usually get there? Uh, well, they got the my Whittier Chorizo burrito, man. Oh. <laughs> that's on the menu. And it's, uh, that's that they did that. They put that on the menu nice. for me. Actually, uh, we we talked about that because I told Brian one time. I said, "You don't have chorizo, man. Like, make a burrito." Yeah. And he put it on there. It wasn't it wasn't called that, but he put it on there, and it did really well. So um, last year, or this year actually, he hit me up and he's like, do you mind if we call it, you know, the My Whittier Chorizo Burrito? I go, do I mind? <laughs> That's like bucket list right there. Right? The, like, the oldest restaurant in yeah. Whittier, you know? Yeah. You know, just one caveat. I got to have the first bite. Yeah. Right, yeah. I have the first one. <laughs> But yeah, so I, I say Jack's. That's my that's my jam right there. And so, but and they have great menu though, which is surprising. You know, they, they have some of the best 
Um, Talk about menudo. Yeah. Do you know a place that serves white menudo? I don't. I don't. All right. Uh, my Keep mom does do white. If you do, I have a friend know. that used to make it white, um, and and it was good because yeah. you add your you know your salsa and yeah. everything and make it colorful. Yeah. So. But yeah, uh, I will. I'll keep my eyes open. Yeah, yeah. It used to be a place. Uh, it's still there, but they changed ownership, and because they changed ownership, they, ah, the they way, don't make they it. The way white. Yeah, oh. yeah. Man, that thing's good. Good stuff. If somebody's looking for lunch, what would you uh, what would you suggest? Um, there's so many, man. There's so many places. You know, I mean, if you like tacos, cilantros, chemas. If you want to go really hardcore, old school. I mean, I grew up on that. I was going there in the '80s, nice. late '80s, and that's really good. Uh, but they just have tacos. That's it. Yeah. There's nothing else. Um, like cilantro, like I said, it's on the borderline. Over going towards La Habra, so that's going to be tough. Greenleaf Cafe is really good, and then you want to get into pizza. We can go for hours on pizza, man, because you know Pizza Mania, Give me your Pizza t- Company, Brick House, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Barros. So yeah, that's a very uh, hot topic in Whittier. People, people <laughs> is there any other um, eateries that have a my Whittier dish? Uh, the Deli Up had the, the My Whittier Sandwich yes. that we, me and Nakomi came up with. I love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they obviously, they're, they don't do the sandwiches anymore. Yeah. But it was a veggie sandwich to begin with. Um, and then we added, you could add turkey to it, but that was cool. But it was cool. It, it's a cool little thing, you know, um, to collaborate with these business owners. Mm-hmm. But I think the sandwich game is handled with Uptown Provisions. Yeah. I think they got it handled. Yeah. They're awesome. Their sandwiches are delicious. really good. Yeah. Uh, Talk about naming, by the way. I think Remo's asking because he's been trying to get a hummus, uh, hummus yeah, plate. Dude, uh, or maybe right. the, the Remo bean and cheese at, um, <laughs> at uh, Mimos. Yeah, yeah, you take one That'd of those. That'd be dope. Yeah. <laughs> Wait an hour or two. That'd be good. <laughs> what about dinner? Do you have a, a uh, You know, you always, I mean, I, I don't get to flight as much as I'd like to, but um, they're great, you know. And, uh, again, I do a lot of jacks. I'm a diner guy, nice. so I'm there a lot. So, yeah, I mean, I pop all over town. I mean, I'm not out. The nightlife scene isn't really my thing anymore, um, getting up there. So I don't really get out to, like, Flashback or Turnbull or Steve's Barbecue like I want to. I really really admire them. I want to get out there and try their food. Mm -hmm. Um, But I kind of usually hit bars in the daytime, have a couple beers at the 40, and kind of make my way around. The Rusty Monk is good. Well, I was going to say, if you – and by the way, Remo brought this out so we could – yeah. Oh yeah. So we could share, but uh, if you had, um, yeah, if, if you talk about nightlife, if you have, um, if there's a place that you would want to get a drink, uh, an adult beverage or something mm-hmm. that, uh, if somebody's looking for something like that, what would you? Well, uh, I haven't been there, but I hear a lot of good things about the Gilded Hall, Guild Hall, Guild Hall. Yeah. Um, that's really, a really great place. Um, if you want to go deep dive and you want to go old school, like my Whittier, grab a drink style, uh, Marie Callender's on Washington Boulevard, that bar no way, really? is the the business right there. That's really? that's that's where, that's my wheelhouse right there. I don't like, I mean, not to say, I don't want to say I don't like, but I'm not a big frills guy. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't want to go and do big, that's more more my jam. It's a, it's a wood bar. They got drinks. They got the game on. You know, it's the re- locals, the Whittier yeah. locals, the older the older folks. Uh, I, I dig that kind of scene. Yeah, it's good. I walked in once to um, uh, what's uh, Roadhouse. Yeah, and and that gave me that whole vibe yeah, of like that's like, a good this place is too. A, yeah, we forget you're about that. Walking into yeah. like a place where all these you know, 
locals hang yeah. out, uh, which you wouldn't think of, you know, from and the that's outside. That's Whittier, like, man. It's so spread out. It's yeah. hard to say what's where to go, you yeah. know, because it's like you could be over here at the border of La Habra and yeah. then all the way to the border of uh, Pico. Yeah. yeah. And there's everything in between. So yeah. it's so spread out. And, you know, eventually I'm going to get to everybody. You know, it's hard yeah. to go, but um, I try to. I try to highlight as many as I can because these small business owners, uh, it's great marketing for them. It's fantastic when you yeah. when I highlight because I get a lot of people that come up to me and say I went there because of the video. Yeah. I've always wanted to try it, but I wasn't sure. I didn't want to waste yeah. the money, so I wanted to see what you thought about yeah. first, and it, it works. It's cool. Where do you see my Woodier the next maybe three years, five years? Um, I really don't know. I mean, there's times where I say I'm going to end it. You know, I'm going to I'm going to finish and be done and do something else. Uh-huh. And then there's other times where I say. It could be uh, a media company where I help people with their social media and videos and maybe do some producing and, you know, make make a documentary or something like that. Uh-huh. You know, so it, it's up it's up in the air right now. Right now, I'm having a lot of fun. I bought the My Whittier van, so we're doing signage on that now, and I'm, I'm gonna nice. doing pop-ups here and there. I gave away some donuts the other day, the other morning, so I'm going to be doing more of that stuff. Giving back to, the, to my followers and the community because... With social media so prominent, it's really hard. You don't have the human that human touch anymore, yeah. you know, because with COVID and everything. So, yeah. I like to to meet the people that follow me. I like to hear the stories. I like yeah. to shake hands and and talk to them. And um, that's that's more of what I want to do. I want to do more of that. Yeah. Nice. I was going to ask: Is there any like throughout the whole years that you've been doing this? Was there one place you went to and you're like? Man, like I wish I would have known about this place sooner. Um, not really. Because I, I, like- I know about them all, so <laughs> it's like it, nothing really blows me away. But um, but now it's like the, I talk about the micro businesses, these yeah. guys that are popping up here and there. Yeah, I had some uh, try a try tip sandwich the other day. Fat perps, shout out to Fat perps, uh, and that was pretty bomb. It was crazy. You know, you just see you see people doing it from their home, and they really have a dream they're just like i want to make it man i want to i love to cook or i love to make things or whatever that's why i like the the uptown stroll too you see a lot of those people but stuff like that uh, the hawaiian shave ice moana loa shave Mm -hmm. ice is amazing so those are kind of it's kind of like baseball card collecting you know you you get these guys before they blow up and you see them and you you help them along and then they maybe get a brick and mortar and then they make it happen and the guy that we highlighted, he just he he was like, you know what? You gave me so much publicity. I got so many people coming to see me. I entered a contest and I won. I won the the tri tip nice. contest recently, wow. and that just takes him to the next level. Yeah. And now he can do, you know, yeah. keep going and going. So yeah, man, it's 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 not really about me. It's it's more about everybody that lives here, yeah. all the interesting people that you guys get to interview. I get yeah. to meet and highlight, and yeah, it's that's what it's all about, man. No, we are we're definitely very unique, man. I mean, we have such a mix, and uh, you know, it, it's it's pretty. Whittier's it's a great amazing, place, man. man. It is a great place, and 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 that's another thing. I like to keep it positive on my on my platform. You know, there's no politics, there's no religion. If you want to find that stuff, you can find it. It's out there. <laughs> if you want to argue with somebody on Facebook? You can go do that. You, you can find it. But pretty for, quickly, yeah. Too. <laughs> but for me, it's just not. It's not about that. It's all about good vibes. Right. It's about abundance. It's about yeah. um, just, you know, doing this, yeah. meeting guys and helping each other out and, and winning and succeeding together. And yeah. It's good stuff, man. Yeah. 
Nice. Good stuff. Awesome. But thank you guys. I appreciate it. I, I love what you guys are doing. Um, I I'm, I'm took a break from my podcast, so you guys are doing really awesome. I listen, and um, you got some good interviews out there. Keep going. Yeah, no, we'll have to, it's good we'll for have the to community, do, man. No, thank you, man. We're I think we're gonna have to keep doing this more often. We'll, we'll have to do like a, a couple. Of mu- episodes yeah, we'll have to where, get together and collab, yeah. and maybe do some uh, videos. You yeah, know, because yeah. it's good to have. You know, when we when I order all this food, I can't eat it. Also, yeah. we, you get we can have a scorecard. Remo, then, yeah, yeah, Remo could help, man. Yeah, man. Okay. Well, you still working out, Remo? You I still ate in a salad. Out of, you still in the gym, man? <laughs> you know, no, at home I have yeah. a little gym. But you know, it's funny. I asked this guy. We're talking one time about working out, and then. I'm like, man, you work out a lot. He goes, yeah. He goes, the only reason why I work out is so I can eat. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It, it, it takes its toll, man. That's why I kind of cooled it off for a little bit. I, and I highlight things other than the food now uh, because I'm getting up there in age. And it's like, you can't you can't do that. You man. can't knock down two burgers no, and man, fry. And, no, it's just too hard. Man. And then go out a couple hours after. Yeah, it's not going to happen. And I've tried. Trust me. I've done that. I've been there. And I, it's not going to happen. Well, well, one of the, the questions we ask most of them, uh, is there a fond memory of Whittier that when you think of Whittier always brings you back to that memory? Uh, well, like, you know, like I said, um, growing up in Whittier, and I think back of the times where I grew up, there's so many memories that make me feel connected to the city. And it's like, uh-huh. it's not anything that's like billboard type of thing. It's just the ice cream man, you know. The ice cream man going down your street in the seventies, and, and all your friends, you yeah. know, you know, stopping him and getting an ice cream, or um, the liquor store where we were old enough to finally ride our bikes to the liquor store by ourselves. We'd go, and then there was a back way. There was a little hole in the fence, the chain link fence, and we'd pop nice. through the hole uh-huh. and go there and do that. And then my parents would give me a couple of dollars as I got a little bit older. And there was a place called Hercules Burger, and it was a charbroil burger joint. Uh-huh. And, you know, back in the day, the Greeks, they were making burger joints, and they made the best burgers. It was awesome. Yeah. So I'd take my money. It was like two ninety nine for a special, and that was the first time I ever tried, like, a charbroiled burger nice. on my own, you know, and I had my own money, and I bought it. And that, I guess you could say that's where the foodie in me was born. Like, I was <laughs> like, yeah, this I could get used to this. So I, I started to eat out a lot and do that. So all that stuff, you know, that was happening, like I said, and other people were, were having the same experiences but it just resonated with me for yeah. some reason and so yeah man if it, if it made me feel warm and fuzzy chances are you're going to see it on a t-shirt or a sticker yeah. or something like that you know nice. yeah what's uh what's one thing that you wish we had here in Whittier like I said more family stuff you know whatever that is if it's rock climbing if it's a bowling alley if it's a skate park if it's a you know, Rocky Cola was a big hit when it went away. It's, it's it's gone. You know, that was cool. I think that's something that's it, it lended itself to it. I mean, the way it was in its dilapidated state towards the end wasn't really feeling it. But at, if somebody were to come and do that really nice, you know, and have that prominent, that's really cool. Um, but yeah, stuff like that. Anything family oriented where you can actually go out with the whole family and the kids can do something other than be on their phones yeah. and stuff. And you know, I'm all for that. So we'll see how it plays out. Yeah. You know, who knows? Yeah. We'll see. Very yeah. cool, man. Um, based on all the shirts you have, because you're right, your, your shirts are all based off of, uh, um, you know, having, yeah, memories. What, um, out of all those, like, places, what was one that you say, man, this one, this one's like a hit. This one's the one I, I, I would love to keep going back to. Well, we're going to, uh, we'll end it on this story, because uh, I... <laughs> 
I have my most popular shirt's the cat patch. Okay, <laughs> and Remos too, by the way. <laughs> and, uh, the cat patch was a topless bar in West Whitt- or, yeah West Whittier. It wasn't a good place. It was it wasn't a nice place. Yeah. And so a lot of bad things happened there, and they closed it down. And they when they closed it down, they actually broke, you know, demoed it down to the yeah. there's nothing left. Wow. But at the time, I was a kid. I was in you know early teens, and I'm like. I gotta go to the cat pat. What is the what is the deal What's behind with that the cat? What's behind that door? <laughs> I have to see it. So I show up to my friend's house with a uh, electric tape mustache that I manufactured. I cut it out and I put it on. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So I'm sitting there talking to him, and he's like, "What's that all about?" I'm gonna get into the cat patch today. He's like, "You look ridiculous, dude. They're not gonna, they're, Without that's not black gonna electric tape, exactly, right? It's like shiny, you know." So I'm like, "I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go." McLovin, so, right? Your name. I go, name. yeah, man. I go and I knock on the door. They didn't even care. They just let me in. So I go in there. Welcome back. Yeah, I just, yeah, okay, whatever. I get in. I sit down, and it is not what. I thought it was going to be. It was really scary. <laughs> the ladies were a little older than I than I had pictured they were going to be. There were aunts, there were grandmas. Yeah, <laughs> it was just crazy. It wasn't. It was just a, a crazy environment for a kid, and it wasn't the place to be. And it's like the, she's like, it's two uh, to two beer minimum. What kind of beers you want? Yeah. And I I said Budweiser. Yeah. And then after she went to go get him, I took off. I got out of there. Yeah. So that was that was the only time I ever went in there and saw what was going on. And so and it was yeah. a stash that did it, huh? Yeah, maybe. Right. <laughs> now I got a real one, but yeah. but yeah, it was it was funny. And, and I I sell that shirt, and there's so many people that come in and I oh my god, man, my, I went there, my wife <laughs> pulled me out by my ear. I got to yeah. get this shirt. And yeah. So yeah, it's it's cool. It's funny. That's awesome. Man. But yeah, man. Well, Bobby, right. thank you for, for coming thank on. Thank you, man. man. I appreciate it. Sorry we didn't have enough time to keep going, but no, hey, well, you know, it's good. all gravy. It's yeah. all good, man. Yeah. I, I appreciate you guys very, very yeah. much, man. Thank yeah. you. We'll, thank you. We'll schedule it again for, for another yeah, episode. Yeah, part two, man. Yeah. Part two. And uh, stay tuned for that. And uh, uh, for those that are listening, um, we'll put it out uh, social media. So yeah, yeah. Hit me up are, on uh, My Whittier at Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. You can find my YouTube channel, My Whittier TV. And my website, mywittier.com, for all things my Whittier. That's kind of home base for me. So check it out. I appreciate it. And then merch wise, uh, if they're looking to get stuff, where we're. Yeah, you can hop over to my pop up shop uh, over at Scott Storage inside the front office, 10046 Scott Avenue. And that's 90603, Monday through Saturday, uh, 10 to 1 and 2 to 530. Stop by. Say hi to me. Even if you don't buy anything, come by. There you go. Awesome. With that said, thank you, Whittier. Bye, Whittier. Thank you, guys. Take care.